With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. Head to MyBookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against a spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right, double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday morning. Max, what's going on? Oh, great, great weekend. Uh, some fun football yesterday. Hell, hell of a Sunday night football game, and despite the, the result, it was still a, a great game. Uh, yeah, really excited to, to kind of get into it and, and talk about what I saw in week two. But before I do that, Panther's with us. I must introduce Panther before I start talking. Hello, Panther. How are you? Happy Monday. We like you. You know, we, we could go another route. We could just let you go on your little seven points, six points, plus your your extra try, and I could have like another bowl of cereal or something. I just, I just need to know what's going on. That's, that's all. I show up, and I just want to know what's going on. So, yeah, great, great weekend of football. Um, I'd love – I would really love to say that we're learning more about each one of these teams, but I think I can really only say confidently that I only know maybe two good – good teams and three or four bad teams. And I really don't know shit about anybody else. All right. Well, Max, why don't you guide us through it? What did we learn? All right. Hey, let's start off with point number one. Talk about the week two injuries, just a slew of them that is probably going to shake things up for a few weeks. Uh, We'll start off in Chicago where Andy Dalton got knocked out of that game. Justin Fields replaced him in uh, Indianapolis. Carson Wentz got injured. He injured his ankle. We'll see how that's going up. Tyrod Taylor, man, that that one bummed me out. He's having a good game. He's having a good start to a season. He got hurt. He's 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 dead. Uh, Jarvis Landry, uh, MCL injury, going to mm. miss some significant time for the Browns. It seems. Uh, T.J. Watt uh, pulled a LeBron, hurt his groin right before the game or during the game. Uh, Tua Tua got knocked out, a rib injury. He's getting some medical scans, so we'll see what the Dolphins uh, do there. 49ers lost three. Yes, three running backs on the same day. That's after losing Mostert last week. So they're going to be in need of some running back help. Point number two, the Raiders are for real. Uh, The KOD couldn't even kill the Raiders yesterday. Not at all. They they went into Pittsburgh. They showed that they're the real deal. Derek Carr is absolutely sensational. Outplayed Big Ben there. Watch out AFC. I I I think here come the Raiders. Point number three. Baker man rises to the occasion. One QB who shook off an injury and led his team to a victory was Baker Mayfield. I mentioned it in the pre-show. He was being outplayed by Tyra Taylor before their respective injuries. But listen, man, you know, Baker picked things up. He helped avoid an 0-2 start for the Browns to start the season. I think they needed to uh, not start the season winless like that. So uh, you go, Baker. Hopefully you have a good season. Point number four. I talked about one of these injuries, but who needs an offense anyway? Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase connected for that touchdown. We did say that. We did, that was one of our props, right? That they were going to get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. They did once again. But their 42-yard connection was about half as many yards as the Bears' QBs threw together. 
You know, we shit on Mitch Trubisky for the last few seasons. But let's remember this game. Let's just remember this game in particular. Whenever anyone shits on Mitch Trubisky and understand that the Red Rifle and Justin Fields combined for 83 fucking yards yesterday. <laughs> but the Bears still won, so I guess fuck me, right? Uh, you know, I don't think they're going to win many more games if they can't get their passing totals above 100. So keep an eye out on the Bears. Number five is the 2-0 club. The West continues to be the best. Raiders, Broncos, Rams, Cardinals, and Niners, all 2-0. NFC South also has a pair of 2-0 teams with the Bucks and fucking Panthers. <laughs> so uh, no other divisions have unbeaten teams right now, which leads me to point number six, the 0-2 club. That consists of the Jets, the Colts, the Jaguars, the Giants, the Vikings, and the Falcons. And another team could be 0-2, barring a tie after tonight. A uh, couple teams that avoided the 0-2 start. The Titans, they snuck out a win in overtime. They, they beat Seattle in overtime. The Texans, uh, they, they, they're no longer in sole possession of first place because of that. So good job, Titans. Good job. Uh, ballsy move prevented the Ravens from going 0-2. Love that move. We're talking about that on oh, Twitter. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, fantastic hardball. And, you know, there's no reason you're not going for that at that point. Mm-mm. One fucking yard against that Chiefs defense. There's no fucking way you're not going for it. Uh, New York teams, both New York teams, 0-2, probably lottery bound once, you know, like number one pick bound once again, lottery bound up, a number one pick bound once again. Also, uh, another giant middle finger salute to Kirk Cousins and the Vikings because, you know, having talent and using talent to win games is two totally fucking different things. Point number seven, this is my extra point. We'll call this one the ghost of Sam Darnold. You know, Panthers gonna you're gonna do your uh, where you're right, where you're wrong. You still doing that? No, I don't even know what the fuck. I'm just making shit up as I go along. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I was I was wrong about New Orleans. I was wrong about New Orleans stomping over Carolina. Carolina beat the Saints twenty six to seven yesterday. Da- Sam Darnold outperformed Jameis Winston. You know, Winston went eleven for twenty two for one hundred and eleven yards, zero TDs, and two interceptions. Sam Darnold, 26 or 38, 305 yards, two TDs, one interception. But the thing that makes the performance even better for me is the fact that Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson of the Jets, the guy who usurped Sam Darnold as the starting quarterback, (laughs) was 19 of 33 for 210 yards, zero TDs, four interceptions. The first two passes he threw in the game yesterday were interceptions. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is fitting for a Jets organization that continues to embarrass themselves. Now, I, you know, I'm I'm not going to take this as a knock on Wilson. That's that's not my point here. Lord knows he'll probably get dealt to the Broncos next year and win them a fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> this is a pure indictment on the Jets management who wasted Sam Darnold with fucking Adam Gase as his head coach and then jettisoned him before giving him a shot to prove that he's better than the shit show that Gase created. Well, you know what? Through two games this season. He's looked better in these two games than he has his whole career. I hope Sam Darnold has a great season. That is Max's week two touchdown. All right, Panther, what are your thoughts? I'm just, you know, piggybacking off of that, though. I'm just really wondering if Zach Wilson has already gone to the Jets management and said, I'm opting out for my player option at the end of my rookie contract. (laughs) I'm out of here. Uh, You know, I'm going to look at a handful of games here and just pick up some points on them. We'll start with that. Some of that game, Kansas City of Baltimore. Story of the game, defense or lack thereof, Baltimore has given up 30 points plus for their second straight game. That defense looks slightly exposed. And Kansas City, 
Looks like the ghosts of 2018. Looks like the Chiefs' only opposition is their own defense. Dare I say Spagnola on the firing block here? I'm not a fan. I don't like what's going on. Uh, looking at the Dallas Chargers game, scoreboard says Dallas won that game. They didn't win the game. Chargers lost that game. Chargers had two touchdowns wiped out by penalties. Herbert threw a uh, interception in the end zone, and they also doinked a field goal off the upright. <laughs> Count them. That's twenty-four points that we're missing right there. Chargers way to snatch a loss out of the jaws of victory. No, looking at the Minnesota at Arizona game. Uh, you guys paying attention to this uh, Kyler Murray kid? It's never, pretty good. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. 400 yards, three touchdowns. Card's offense is absolutely clicking. 72 points in their first two games. And yet, Vikings probably could have, should have won that game. Defensive secondary has given up too many big plays. Makes me wonder. Another coach, should he be on the hot seat? I'm, and this is just the first two games, but last year, Mike Zimmer, uh, Vikings have not looked good. I'm starting to think it might be time for a change at the top. Uh, but actually, go to another game, Atlanta, Tampa Bay. The real MVP is showing up. Tom Brady, nine touchdowns in his first two games, 17 touchdowns in his last four games. If you go back to the last uh, year's championship and Super Bowl, Tom Brady and that offense are absolutely clicking. Bucks defense has given up 300 yards in back-to-back games in the air. I think this is a schematic thing. I don't think anybody's even trying to run on the Bucks. They're going to throw. Um, so that, I, I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. Uh, people are just scared to death to even try and run on Tampa's defense. If they, if they became one-dimensional, I think that makes Tampa even better because nothing just have game plan against uh, aerial plans. Atlanta, this might be a, this is a this is a shit show right now. But look, at their next three games are the Giants, Washington, and the Jets. I mean, they get two teams, two New York teams. They got a chance to sneak out some wins or solidify Matt Ryan's replacement. <laughs> Max brought up the Houston-Cleveland game. Uh, you know, the Browns could be in trouble here. OBJ has been out. I think he's coming back soon, but looks like they did use uh, lose Jarvis Landry. I'm kind of bummed. He was on my fantasy team. One catch, gone, done. That kind of pissed me off. But uh, I look, Houston, behind Tyrod Taylor, they were not going to be the worst team in the NFL. But now with all these uh, quarterback situations, injuries that Max brought up, it brings up the question, what happens now with Deshaun Watson? Do, do they have a trade partner? Do they let him play since they have their own quarterback problems? Interesting to see what happens with Deshaun Watson this week. Last game I want to look at, the Bengals at the Bears. Burrow is winless on the road as a starter. That Cincinnati O-line still has issues. He's still taking a beating back there. Uh, Bears have been flat and boring, but with a full week of practice and no Andy Dalton look over his shoulder, we get to, I'm kind of excited to see what uh, Justin Fields can do, particularly against a Browns shaky secondary uh, that's been giving up yards and chunk, and those are Panthers points for the week. All right, not not bad. Uh, my a couple of takeaways I have: I love my Raiders plus eighteen eighty to win the win the division now. Uh, just just going as as the as the resident Raiders fan in in the little club here. Let's, let's not overreact. <laughs> oh, I, don't, 
John not- Gruden's still the coach. You guys know that, right? Yeah, yeah. The Raiders do like to start strong under Gruden and then kind of fade away towards the end. We'll see. We'll see how they go. But I, I like it. Cars looking all right. The, that Raiders pass rush, pass rush is looking very all right. Imagine what they do with a Khalil Mack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have any takeaways. Uh, there was that was a total team effort from Kansas City last night to lose that game. The you uh-huh. know the defense had two interceptions, but also you know giving up nine yards a run or something like that. Clyde Edwards Hilaire with his first ever fumble in the NFL. It and is opportune, oppor- you know, great great time to do that. Yeah, Max, you made a great point though that Baltimore wasn't there blitzing Mahomes. They should have thrown the ball there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just absolutely. let him scramble yeah. around, kill some clock. If you don't see him, yeah. then just throw it away. Obviously, you want to kill the clock, but. No, hmm. no reason to run the ball. No, re- like less of a risk to have Mahomes throw that ball than to run the ball right there. And I think it all comes down to again, like running the numbers and risk management. And the, the, the eggheads in the booth are going to tell you X percentage and Y percentage. But I get that, right? I mean, statistically, this all works. But e- even even in this game, uh, I was I was having a, a conversation on Twitter about this. Is there's you know. It, it, when Harbaugh says to uh, uh, Lamar, like, we're going for it, if he says no in that situation, I, I, that's it. He's no, he's no longer my quarterback. And my reasoning here is he was able to get at least a yard every single time running the ball. Oh, yeah. So even if the statistics, I think the statistics said if, if you, you know, um, if you, you make the fourth down as X percentage and then um, you have uh, – it was uh, – you know, if you miss, then you, you know, your chance of winning the game is 34%. And, you know, they, they ran it through on the, on the broadcast. I can't remember the exact numbers. But I, the way that the game was going, I think it improved your ability to get that one yard. So say if the, the statistics just, I'm, I'm, again, I can't remember what it was. Say if it's like, oh, you've got a 65% chance of making it on fourth down here. The way the game was going, it jumps up to like 80% because yeah. that's what the game was dictating at that point in time. Right. And the same thing here is they were not going to – every time they blitzed Mahomes in that game, I think the four times they blitzed them, he shredded them. I think 75 yards. I think he got a touchdown. You know, it, like they were not going to blitz him there. So, yeah, fine. Just just do what you do. Like, I, bad, bad running play, I think, uh, on uh, – you know, for, for a guy that doesn't like to run the ball anyway. It was a dumb fucking move from Reed and it just – it cost them. There you go. It's only dumb in hindsight because he fumbled the ball. The no fumble, we're not even having this conversation. And then the thing about uh, a quarterback not wanting to go for two, in the history of ever where you ever see that, a, quarter, <laughs> a quarterback is going to go for two whether the script says yay or nay anyway. They don't want to come off the field. So sure. I don't know if that's a, a factor. All right, good stuff. Oh, I, I think we should take a breather here, though. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Talk about D-Gen Gear. It's got some football tonight in the Green Bay Packers. After this break, we're going to talk about them, where you can head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGEN shop, and you can get your Green Bay Fraud shirt, your Aaron Fraudger shirt, which they might be very, very relevant if the fucking Packers shit the bed once again tonight. That is DGEN gear. You buy our stuff, you keep the lights on around here, and you go full DGEN. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGEN's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones 
or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. All right, you mentioned it, Max. Detroit is going to Green Bay. You know, after being embarrassed in week one, uh, being pulled for Jordan Love, you have to expect that Aaron Rodgers is going to come out and have a great game. It's Monday night. It's it's in front of the home crowd. If the opposite happens, then our conspiracy theory from last week gets even stronger. <laughs> I mean, they lost 38-3 to to the fucking Saints, the same Saints that looked feeble against Sam Darnold this week. Oof. And now they're facing off against a Lions team that no longer has Matt Stafford at quarterback. You know, other than injuries, the Packers and Rodgers in particular has faced Stafford consistently over the last decade. You're talking about 20 times, 20 times, Rodgers and Stafford, right? The first time in a while that you're not going to see that. Uh, Stafford's gone. He got what he, what Aaron Rodgers wanted. <laughs> Stafford got his fresh start elsewhere in, in California. Rodgers didn't get that. So uh, in replace of Matt Stafford is Jared Goff who padded his stats last week in garbage time against the Niners and still you know, it was probably his best performance in, in throwing, throwing the ball in years. He looked actually comfortable out there. Rodgers has owned the Lions in Lambeau Field uh, since getting uh, the, the starting job in Green Bay. I think he's 9-2 and two with 21 touchdowns, four interceptions over his time of playing the Lions at Lambeau. So I think the Packers should bounce back. They should avoid going 0-2 to start the season, but I just don't think they cover here. Maybe, maybe this is the game that proves that Rodgers' heart is still in it for this season. But until I see that, until Rodgers comes out and says, yeah, I'm all in for this season. I'm actually, I actually give a damn about this team. I'm actually going to you know, really fucking care. Until I see that from him on the field, again, maybe it's tonight, I just can't trust him or the Packers with a double-digit spread. So a $50 bet on the Lions taking those points. Mm. Uh, as for the total, it, it's close. But I think it's going to be a slight over here, a lean on the over. You know, my my initial reaction for this, just looking at this game on the surface, was the same as Max. That's too many points. Um, I, I think there's a little bit of an overreaction to Detroit coming back and closing that gap against the 49ers last week. Um, but I, I want to look at some things here, and most of this focuses on the Lions of all teams. You know, because of the Jeff Akude season-ending injury, the Lions will start a rookie at cornerback. I expect Aaron Rodgers to test that rookie early and often. That's going to be a problem for Detroit. The other thing, uh, Jamal Williams, the running back for the Lions, he played for the Packers from 2017 to 2020 before he came over to the Lions this year. He's got some knowledge that, uh, you know, he can give to the Lions staff to help game plan uh, for Rodgers and that offense. And then statistically looking, Detroit, I didn't even know this because of how bad the Seahawks and the Cowboys were last year i was stunned to find out that the nf that the detroit ranked dead last in the nfl last year in points allowed per game yards allowed per game and yards allowed per play 
And then you factor in last week, week one, the Lions gave up the most points in week one. This is a defense that is primed to get shredded by a Packer team that needs to rebound after last week. Given all of this, I think Green Bay does take care of business. I'm going to lay the 11 and a half and put $50 on the Acme Packing Company. All right, so Panther, you're laying 11 and a half. Max, you're getting 12. Nice. Yes. I'll take it. I'm, I'm going to lean Green Bay here just because I feel like Rodgers is going to show up. He's going to throw five touchdowns. It's going to be, you know, what's the problem? Chill out, everybody. Oh, God. But if not, yeah, then we've got real problems in Green Bay. But, you know, to the Detroit's credit, they don't quit. <laughs> we know that. They don't quit. So I'm going to lean Green Bay. I'm going to lean the under ever so slightly in this one. I just don't know if Detroit can keep up their end of the bargain. Uh, yeah, and, and and on that, I'm going to put another 50 bucks on the over. After I read all these stats about Detroit and factoring last week, uh, Green Bay is going to get into the 30s by themselves. I think I think Detroit gets, you know, 10, 14 or so. I, I love the over here as well. Yeah, I, I had it right at 49. So at 48 and a half, uh, I just, I, 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 I get 26, 23 is my score. Uh, again, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look at week one and balance it out. I'm, I'm skewing more towards last season stats than I am mm. week one. You know, like I had to actually put a, a factor on this particular game because I, I just both week ones for each team. I just I can't I can't really trust it. So, uh, yeah, I think Green Bay does get the win, but I think it's going to be a close one. <laughs> I'm seeing evidence that 2020 wasn't even a real football season. More no, in college. Fair, fair point. More fair in college point. than the NFL. But Jesus. <laughs> uh, a couple props for you guys. Give me some yay or nays here. Roger Rogers over 0.5 interceptions is plus 209. I probably I probably lean towards no. no? I think if you, if he's going to have a bounce back, he's not throwing an interception today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If if he's on his game, he's not throwing an interception today. This is a guy that barely threw an interception in the last two seasons. Yeah, he's good. For, he's good about four or five a year. He got half his quota last week, so I'm going to go with no. Yeah. I think there's some value. I might throw I might throw a few bucks on that. Rogers over two and a half touchdowns is only minus one on one. That's a yes, right? That's a yes. I guess so. You guess so. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the hate coming out of Max. <laughs> uh, Goff under 0.5 interceptions is plus one thirty six. Max. Nope. No. I think he throws at least one. Ah, I'm going to put a little bit of money on there, too. <laughs> Greed always wins. <laughs> what, what do we figure? He'll have about five games out of the 17 a season where he doesn't throw an interception? Yeah, probably. Uh, Rogers over 35, 33 and a half passing attempts is only yes. minus 120. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, he's going to do that. Yeah. I don't think so. No. I think this game gets out of hand and uh, they start using a lot of Aaron Jones. Um, remember, and now grant, granted, game script dictated a lot of what they did last week, but Aaron Jones only touched the ball 15 times. So I think they want to get Aaron Jones involved here. All right. There it is. I guess we're going to talk about a little bit of baseball. Yeah, I guess we can, you know, kind of uh, do not a rapid, rapid fire, fire per se, but we'll, we'll just kind of go through the games we're on. Uh, I'm going to start Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I think the value is on the Pirates today. I uh, you know, I, I like Dylan Peters on the mound, so I'm going to do a $10 bet on Pittsburgh there. Uh, yeah, I'm on this game, but it's definitely not Pittsburgh. Cincinnati's, you know, back against the wall. They've got 12 games left, three games back of that second wild card. And they've got the Cardinals playing the Brewers. So if they're going to chase down the Cardinals, this has got to be their best chance. Uh, so I will put a $20 bet on the big red machine. It's I should bet Cincinnati. I don't trust Cincinnati. I don't like Cincinnati. There's a reason that, the, you know, their back's against the wall. It's because they're so inconsistent. 
I'm going to lean Pittsburgh. Quick question about this game. Uh, over the last two weeks, which team has the <laughs> least amount of runs scored and the worst batting average in Major League Baseball? Your Honor, I object. This is a trap. <laughs> There's a trap. Red. <laughs> <laughs> Next one up for me. Let's talk White Sox at Detroit here. I mean, just looking at the pitching matchup, you have to go with the White Sox, right? Radon, who is a Cy Young candidate. Matt Manning, who once skimmed a Wikipedia article about Cy Young. $10 bet on the White Sox. <laughs> Not a game that I was on, but I, we must be picking up some feedback because the the uh, moderator keeps muting me. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, not a game that I'm on. Yeah, I'll lean the White Sox with you, Max. Just a tad, tad too much of that minus 222. All right. Well, here's another one, chalky one for me. Uh, Houston at L.A. Uh, Angels just got swept this weekend. Uh, you know, th- over the last two weeks, their batting average and runs scored is only better than who? 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 Who's who's uh, L.A.? Slightly better than batting Reds? average and run score. The Reds. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Astros here. Ten dollar bet on Houston. God, it tells you how bad the Reds are when they're worse than the fucking Mets. Uh, another game that I'm not on, only because it was just way too chalky. I think the Astros do get it done, but I'm not eating that chalk. Yeah, agreed. I like the Astros. Just like I'm one percent on the wrong side of it. All right, that's it for me, Panther. What else you like? Uh, like I mentioned, the Cardinals at the Brewers. You think being a Red, you know, I'm kind of rooting. I'm not a Reds fan, but I'm kind of a Reds fan. Uh, you would think I'd be rooting against the Cardinals, but God, are they red hot. They can do nothing wrong. The Brewers have been kind of inconsistent the last few weeks, and I'm getting a shit ton of value with the cards uh, on the road. So I'll put a $20 spot on the Redbirds. I Moral support, I totally agree. I, I think... Uh... Man, Dodgers don't want to face the Cardinals in, in that wild card. The Dodgers got to try to hope to get the West and avoid having to play this Cardinals team in that wild card uh, series. So um, I like the way that the uh, Redbirds are playing right now. A lean on St. Louis. Yeah, I'll lean St. Louis with you. I'm almost there again on this one, just not quite. You're a greedy bastard. What? Plus 193? What do you want? <laughs> what the hell do you want, man? It just, yeah, it's just not it's quite like there. Look at the line movement, too. That scares mm-hmm. the shit out of me weird yeah that's i'm only on two games that's all i got that's all you got oh man okay uh where does my i'm lost here i wasn't prepared for this panther um you know oh there it is i'm sorry seattle is at oakland oakland is minus 164 i have oakland just handling seattle today i love this an awful lot i'm gonna put 10 bucks or no 15 bucks on the a's yeah, it's crazy. Like I yeah. ran my numbers too, and 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 Oakland consistently beat Seattle mm-hmm. in this one. I I, I I I really thought that my Excel was broken here. <laughs> uh, moral support, lean on the A's. Yeah, I probably should be on Oakland. They uh, they're red hot as well. Um, coming home off of these uh, that road trip, and don't look now, but they're right there, two games out of that wild card. So uh, they're finding a good time to peak. I probably should be on it, but I'm not. Uh, so moral support on Oakland. All right. I'm going to break my rule. I'm going to break it right here. Game one, Cleveland is uh, playing the Royals. It's at Cleveland. Cleveland's minus 150. Ooh, I do I have Cleveland beating the crap out of the Royals today. So I'm going to put uh, 15 bucks on the Indians. Yeah, you know, the thing that freaks me out is I don't know who the starting pitcher in game one is going to be because, look, they got McKenzie in both yeah. games starting for Cleveland. So I don't know which Ooh. game he's actually going to be starting in. I assume it is game one. It's supposed to be game one. Yeah, I, I have Cleveland. I, either way, I've got Cleveland. Yeah, I, Unnamed pitcher in game two. <laughs> I still have Cleveland winning both games today. So I lean on the Guardians in game one with you. 
Yeah, that's a tough one to, to really pick. Uh, Singer has been pitching mildly better. Both these, assuming it's McKenzie, both these pitchers are part of these uh, franchises' pitching staffs moving forward. Uh, I trust the Indians slightly more than the Royals, uh, so I'll lean on the Gardidians, but uh, no play for me, and I'll go see if I can find out who the pitchers are. All right, Max has taken a player to be named later. I like, uh, you know, I like Philadelphia today. Just not quite enough to bet them. It shocked me when I actually spit out the numbers and that they're like 71% to beat Baltimore today. I, they, they should have swept the Mets this weekend, yeah, right? I yeah. mean, they, they should have swept the Mets this weekend, and I, I do think that they'll probably pick up the win today as well. Uh, w- one of the more lopsided games when I ran the numbers, so mm-hmm. a lean on the Phillies here. I find no pitchers at all for that second game for the Royals or the Indians, so that, that singer, McKenzie, must be game one. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I'll i lean the Phillies, but they've, they've been so hit and miss. But uh, it's just I don't trust this team anymore, and they're they're still in that playoff race, so um, they're, they're right there with the Reds and the godforsaken Padres, but uh, I, I just don't trust them, so I'll just lean the Phillies. Gotcha. That's all I have. Ooh. Yeah, it was good. A little little uh, rapid fire baseball at the end of a nice long football talk. That's how that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how that's how it's supposed to go. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh I don't think there's anything else to touch on. Is there? Is there anything else out there? I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right, so we talked about football. And football. And fo- oh, whoa, whoa, we do have a comment. Last second. Gerardo snuck it in. Braves? Question mark. Braves. What are they like? I like I, I, I like the Braves. They got a little too chalky for me, and there was a little uh, pitch pitcher discrepancy for Arizona. They've been bouncing around one or two pitchers. Uh, I believe it's Mejia is going to get the start for Arizona, but uh, it's it's some uncertainty there. But I think the Braves get it done. A lean on Atlanta. Yeah, I was looking at the Braves, but um, they've struggled so much on the road. And uh, I, I think they're the better team, but that chalk that you have to eat for that game, I couldn't do it. So just a little lean on the Braves. Yeah, like a minus 180. That was my, I can't pay any more for the Braves. They're minus. Yeah, one, right, yeah. right, right. Around, yeah. Minus 187, minus 200 mm-hmm. at some other books. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm leaning the Braves for sure. All right. So now we talked about football. We talked about the Braves and we talked about some other baseball teams, Max. But that's it. That is it. Hey, download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. Over on Twitter, at BettingAbsolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, parlay time and take us home. Parlay? I only got three games to put together. So I guess you're going to lay the 11 and a half with the Packers. Then we're going to trust the Reds. They'll be the ones to screw it up because the Cardinals probably get you that big plus line. Reds and Cardinals with the Packers. That'll be today's Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on the website, the app, Facebook. Most importantly, it looks like Twitter is where we get most of our attention now. So holler at us by name. We'll holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do tonight. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.